Now back to the happy hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez Clary on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Last couple minutes of the happy hour on a Tuesday here. Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez Clary with you. Stick around one-on-one with DP is coming up after us. Give you all the information you need on Husker football, whatever everything that happened yesterday. Husker basketball begins tonight. He was at the Husker women's game earlier today. Once again, they beat Maine 108-50 to um, earlier this afternoon. I want to address this one text here from Husker fan in Manhattan before we talk about some Husker hoops. Um, he says, what happened to the seven-year rebuild that every media and non-media member thought was a good idea? Here's what I'll say to that. Um, when you're talking about the seven-year time fr- time uh, frame and, t- and and span, it was more of a by year seven you're competing for a Big Ten championship, not in year five or year four. I should say you're struggling to get to five wins. It was a that's where the line is. It was a your middle of the pack, possibly top four Big Ten West team year in and year out, and by year seven you're maybe sprinkled in before that, but by year seven you are competing for the Big Ten West and, and playing in Big Ten. That was the seven-year rebuild. It wasn't struggling to get to 500 um, and then still thinking, okay, well, we still got to wait seven years. Like, obviously, this is going to turn around. That that wasn't part of the rebuild talks or, or the rebuild thoughts. It was, you know, you're going to turn this team from, you know, winning five wins, five, winning five games the year before you got here to, you know, 500, uh, a couple of games over 500, middle of the pack, mm-hmm. you know, closer to the top of the Big Ten West, and then you're you're just consistently right there. And if you're if you're near the top of the Big Ten West, you might be receiving votes top 25 or between 20 and 25 uh, in the rankings. So that that is what the seven year rebuild was supposed to be. It was not supposed to be what is happening currently. He follows it up with hardest schedule in 15 years. In year. F- I, I don't want to talk about the schedule. You had time to get players in, develop them, and get better before you had the hardest schedule in 15 years in your fourth year as the head coach of yeah. a Power of Five, historically relevant, historically fantastic program. And I guess my, my response to that, he says this team is twice as good last year. How confident are you them winning nine games next year? Hmm? I'm I'm serious. I'm seriously. How do you curious. know? Unnamed texter. How do you know what the thought was? Ridiculous comments. Was your th- <laughs> was your thought that in year seven, year four and five, or four was, and seven? Yeah. Was your thought in year four that you were struggling to get to five wins? Was was your thought that you hadn't been to a bowl game in four years for Scott Frost when he took over for Nebraska, or was your thought you know Nebraska Scott Frost is going to come in? Maybe he struggles in year one, but as he his own words is in year two we are going to be dangerous. His mm-hmm. own words. So the seven-year rebuild was not supposed to take this type of path. No. It was supposed to be maybe you struggle in year one, but you turn it around, you're 500 in year two, and you know you move up from there. That is what the seven-year rebuild was. A couple minutes left here uh, within the show. Let's move on to college basketball. We could, we could talk about the football for, for the rest of the time, but let's move on to college basketball. It begins tonight. Uh, there's a couple former Nebraska prep stars in action tonight. Obviously, Hunter Salas is is playing at Gonzaga. 
Um, and he is probably going to get some playing time tonight, I would expect. And then Chucky Hepburn from Bellevue West. Starter. Is a starter at Wisconsin. Wisconsin starter, baby. Let's go. Nebraska plays Western Illinois tonight. I, I'm going to wrap this up quick because I want to get to this text. N- you Nebraska, yes, Nebraska mm-hmm. wraps this. Uh, they play Western Illinois. Over under Nebraska wins by 29. Over. Okay. All right, Rico. Easy over. Confidence yes. in Nebraska. Here we go. couple <laughs> minutes left. Let me read this text from an unnamed texter. Mike Riley also left him with nothing. He thought his offense would work, and it didn't, and he had to reshape. The first couple recruiting classes were nothing and had bad athletes under him. Open next couple years, you can turn it around. I'm pretty sure the mentality has changed. Here is what I'm going to say. So I'll break this down. I'll make it very quick. Mike Riley also left him with nothing. Number one, with Mike Riley, that conversation is thrown out the window by year two, by the start of year two. And and that was not us saying that they were clear by year two. That was the staff saying that they had everything in place by year two. So that Mike Riley thought of of him not you know having that bad culture and, and not having the guys in shape, all that goes out the window by the start of year two. And, and please fact check me on that if you would like. Um, he thought his offense would work and it didn't and he had to reshape. I agree. And we've started to see that over time. Mm-hmm. The first couple recruiting classes were nothing and had bad athletes under him. That's on the him. first. Also, no, no, no. Well, that is that's something that we can control, like we talked about yesterday. And the uh, the recruiting classes they involved Wandale Robinson. They involved um, Luke McCaffrey, who probably shouldn't have been recruited as a quarterback. Involved it involved Adrian good Martinez. athletes. It involved Adrian Martinez. It involved a lot of guys that were highly touted recruits, but they didn't stay on campus. And also, the guys that were staying here, they just didn't develop well. Once again, that's on the coaching staff. That's something you can look on the coaching staff. Also, his you know, 1,000-yard running back and 1,000-yard receivers were Mike Riley recruits. Just saying. Divino Zigbo and Stanley Morgan Jr. Big players. We're done for today. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Aaron Sorensen joins us. We'll ask her the same questions. See ya. Adios. Adios.